Hello and welcome to Soul Self, where we talk all things energy, consciousness, trauma healing, mindset manifesting, and more. Prepare to turn your pain into medicine and inspiration so you can be in alignment, living your purpose, having juicy relationships, and lush abundance. To stay up to date, join my newsletter at bloomshakti.com and make sure to browse some of my other offerings. Hello and welcome to Soul Self. Today we are diving into part six of a 10-part series all about healing your feminine. And today we're going to talk about loving your inner child. So we're going to dive a little deep into this. You might want to get a pen and paper, jot down some notes, and just see what comes through. So despite our family's best intentions, I think the truth is that they do fuck us up. And, you know, even though the outcome is not our fault, it's our responsibility to undo the damage and shed these layers that don't really serve us. And, you know, some people will use their past hurt and trauma as this badge of honor or even as a way to avoid owning the pain they inflict on other people. So I implore you to not be one of those kind of people, okay? Like, I truly believe the world will be changed and deeply served by those of us with the courage to move beyond the shit that's been done to us, you know? Because we are the ones that will help the people around us heal. And I think that self-care can be really confusing for some because they're not sure if that means being gentle with yourself 24-7, pushing yourself through every comfort zone you've ever experienced. And of course, you know, the answer is that deciphering this requires paying attention to what's going on, right? So self-care really does... Oh my god, my cat is eating my laptop charger. No. Um... As I was saying, um, self-care really does require like a nuance. And I think some days you really will need and want to relax, like go and rest. And some days the best thing you can do for yourself is light a match under your own butt and just go do that thing that makes you feel nervous and uncomfortable because balance is required. You know, I'm huge on duality, light and dark and good and bad, right? And when it comes to healing, I think your best tool is not going to be a therapist, a podcast, a book, or your best friend's empathetic ears. I think all these things have their place. I believe that your most valuable asset is your fucking journal. Journaling is magic. Journaling heals. Journaling helps you understand what's going on in your life. And it helps assist you in drawing connections between your past and present. It gives you a massive, open, empty, non-judgmental space where you can actually explore your inner world. And almost all the activities that I'm recommending can be done in your journal, right? Like this entire series about the Divine Feminine is like a masterclass for free. And it's a precursor to the things we'll be diving into in Shakti Alchemy in 2023, which is going to be a program that I'm going to keep running repeatedly. It's going to be about fucking clearing trauma. We're doing deep trauma work in there. And, you know, I think that these activities don't have to be done in a sequence, but I, you know, I really recommend attempting all of them because real healing is discomfort. It's about calling 
all the lost pieces back to you. It's about remembering your power. It's about getting close to your tenderness. So let's do it. Okay, here's our first activity. What does my body want to tell me? So a lot of us are actually walking around locked up, not just emotionally, but also physically. And you might identify with, you know, the familiar discomfort of tight hips, which I help you free your hips in um, womb temple, you know, maybe your shoulders, you know, there's something that is tighter up by your ears or a tricky neck or, you know, ongoing migraines. And a really good book I actually recommend is The Body Keeps Score. That is such a good book. It's a timeless book on how our body stores trauma in the body. I mean, how our body, how our body stores trauma. Um, so, you know, for this, ex- uh, for this exercise, let's ask those tight areas of the body what they have to say. So in your journal, list the areas of your body where you commonly feel pain. And tune into each area one by one. If you close your eyes and feel into that part of your body, what do you see, if anything? What does this area of your body represent? Maybe there's a color or shape associated. Does this area of your body have an emotion? If it could speak, what would it say? So journal your findings and you might end up making pages of notes and these notes can be wonderful and illuminating so take your time with this and you could take you know your findings to your therapist or your coach and healer like maybe create a tapping sequence around it use it during a breathwork session maybe you just want to fucking dance it out (laughs) right and as with all these activities allow yourself the time to process You might not make it through your entire body in one day because, hey, good things fucking take time, right? Now, the next activity, okay, is understanding the armor of the heart. So one of the most compelling reasons that many of you are on this journey of healing is because you want to open up your emotions and you want to experience more feminine flow. And if that is the case, then it's really imperative to get up and close and personal with your heart. So in your journal, start to explore where, when, and why did this heart hardening happen? Maybe it's a capital T trauma with a very clear memory of a singular incident. Maybe it's a culmination of small moments, which add up to create this huge defensive shell. Maybe it's your family making fun of you when you showed emotions not being believed, feeling dumb in school, being bullied. So some prompts are, what does my heart want to say to me? What does my heart desire more than anything? What do I want to say to my heart? How have I let my heart down in the past? Is it possible to make amends? How can my heart and I become better friends? Now, the third activity is little self letter. Okay. In your journal, write a letter from your little self. Okay. From the perspective of little you. Okay. There's no rules when you're doing this activity. 
you might feel that you want to write a letter from them at the age of 10. Um, the age might fluctuate, so mine was from 5 to 17. But allow your inner child to write about how they're feeling, what they want to say, what they need or want from you as an adult. Okay, and as I asked these questions, you know, I allowed my little self to answer and no grudge to just answer. Um, even when what was coming out didn't make sense to me, you know, sometimes the adult self comes out in the writing too. But when you do this, you allow her to answer even when it doesn't make sense okay like put on some gentle music that makes you feel good put your phone on do not disturb turn it over put it in another room so you're not like tempted to grab it if the journaling becomes uncomfortable um and if you find yourself feeling blocked or that it's just hard to start this exercise then i recommend writing with your non-dominant hand because then this will allow your subconscious to take the lead, okay? And then the next day, just reread the pages. And on a fresh page, maybe summarize your major learnings. So the writing, like the act of writing down, again, will actually help you to get clarity around all the things and kind of allow you to see where you can start to make changes. So the next one is becoming your mother or father so you're going to do this from both sides and you're basically going to write a letter to your little self as if you were your own mother or father so which role you pick is up to you if you really want to go for it do both um that's what i recommend and this isn't so much about the parents you had it's about the parents you wish you had you know, a lot of us have chosen a set of spiritual parents, right? So, for example, with me, it's Deepak Chopra and Abraham Hicks. Um, and if you've done this too, like, my advice is for you to write from them, right? So, like, if you haven't chosen a set of spiritual parents, that's okay. You know, write down, write from your imaginary parents, like, your imaginary dream parents, Right? On the following, what wisdom would you impart? What would you apologize for? What advice would you give? What reassurances would you make? And writing from these idealized parents may seem like a really creative writing assignment, but it's actually not. It's literally an act of reparenting, and it's an opportunity to heal the pieces of you that have just felt really neglected, rejected, abandoned, abused, unseen, or fucking ignored. You know, as you write, remember you're fucking safe. And I really encourage you with as much freedom as possible, like, just write everything. You know, knowing your words will never be read by anyone else. It's going to benefit you. So just do it. And then part five of this is you're going to journal from your actual parents, right? You're going to journal to your actual parents or whoever raised you. Again, this isn't for public consumption. It's not to be sent or read out by, you know, read to them. You don't have to be careful with your words or make efforts not to offend them. You get to just 
be real during this exercise. So journal on this. What do you wish your parents knew about you? Where do you feel they let you down? What do you wish they would have done differently? What have you observed in them that you don't want to repeat? What qualities of theirs are you proud to have? What are you thankful to them for? So I know it can be super tempting to blame your parents for everything that they did wrong and all the ways they fucked up. But if that's the case, then we also have to be thankful for the things they did right, right? And like, because it helped us become the people we are. And really, how can you be grateful to them for who you have become? So writing these never-to-be-sent letters can be kind of fucking intense. And I hope that it helps you see your family and yourself in a different light. Now, activity six. Who do I think I am? So, I know... How do I want to phrase this? Okay, so basically what I want you to do is journal around the characteristics or traits that you think are intrinsic to who you are, right? Once you've written them down, go back and ask yourself, is this true? So you're basically going to be asking, could there be something else? What are you missing? Where are you more complex than you previously thought? I hope that made sense. And then part seven of this, don't worry, we're almost there. (laughs) There's only eight parts to this, okay? Part seven is kind of dissecting your family unit. So it's kind of hilarious for me to be talking about this. Um, But if you can manage just to just like take a step back and be objective, there's a lot of gold to be panned from our family, okay? So when you're around your family, and I know the holidays are right around the fucking corner, maybe you like put these questions in your phone and then when you're with them or around them, you can like come back to it and just think, you know, like, hmm. So here we go. What do you notice about your family that you didn't notice before? What irritates you? And this is actually going to show you your values. When do you feel closest to them? What patterns are being recreated? Can you figure out a different dance step so that the cycle gets broken? So basically doing shit differently and not repeating things. Are you able to maintain your own vibration or do you get swept away by them? What dynamics do you observe that you feel are unacceptable? Which of their beliefs are you on board with and which do you disagree with? If they're still treating you like a child, what behavior could you employ to change that? If your family feels suffocating, can you see how this links to your avoidant attachment style? If your family feels distant, 
Can you see how this is connected to your anxious attachment style? How can you self-soothe in new ways? So my grandma's one year is actually coming up and we're going to be around a lot of family and it's smack down in the middle of Thanksgiving and Christmas. All I'm going to say, I'm going to be going into the car or the restroom and fucking tapping a lot. Um, Maybe just fucking going for a drive and like screaming in the car. But yeah. So by this point, you should be familiar with tapping. And I'm not going to create a tapping for this part because I'm not you. I haven't had your experiences and what have you. But if you really want to get to the heart of things, the greatest recommendation I can make is for you to create your own tapping sequences. And don't be worried, okay? Like you might think you're going to do it wrong and you'll self-destruct. I promise you, you won't. That's never the case. And you know, the great thing about tapping is that you can't get it wrong. If you would like some guidance, the best piece of advice I can give you is to talk to your childhood self. So when you're not sure which language to use or what to say next, I recommend just being kind to the little version of you that still lives inside of your heart. You know, when you use a turn of phrase that you know will resonate with your childhood self, you know you're fucking doing it right, okay? So the goal is to soothe him, her, them, and help them feel safe and relaxed. To let them know that you as an adult are, you know, there to help them move through the pain. That you're devoted to attending to their needs. And maybe in a way that they've never even experienced before, right? So check out all the notes that you've made, you know, from the journaling prompts. And use it as a starting place for creating your own tapping sequences. And... Remember, just pick one subject at a time, let yourself go where you're drawn to, be honest, and remember the magic phrase is, even though, then whatever you're, you know, feeling going through, whatever, I deeply and completely love, accept, and forgive myself. So enjoy this, drink water, let yourself rest, and I will see you all next week. Hope this was insightful and you're feeling empowered. I would appreciate if you could do an Apple podcast review. It takes less than 15 seconds. Forward and share this with anyone you feel would benefit. Tag me on Instagram and I will talk to you soon.